Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Libido and other sexual issues that women go through during this period of time of going through menopause. So I work with uh, couples of all ages and individuals of all ages, adults. And of course, there's sexual issues that go throughout the lifespan and starting with puberty, actually even before puberty, as uh, all the way through. And of course, there's uh, unfortunately childhood sexual trauma as well as other issues that can happen. Uh, there's the challenges of adolescence all the way through early marriage, how, uh, how couples can rekindle passion as they go through middle age and beyond. But now we're specifically talking about menopause. Now, menopause has both physical and emotional consequences for women, mainly, mainly due to hormones. Of course, menopause, what happens is, uh, well, look, let's talk about estrogen first. So estrogen goes up and down during uh, a woman's monthly cycle when they have their periods. And as their estrogen goes up, typically they are more sexual. They oftentimes have a, a good sense of well-being. As it goes down, their sexual desire goes down, as does, to some degree, their sense of well-being. When a woman has menopause, basically all that stops. Uh, there are no uh, ups and downs of estrogen. They just go down and down and down. And as the estrogen goes down, then there are some issues. First of all, sexual libido does go down, and it can stay down. Now, I'm going to say this right up front. Some women don't have this experience when they go through menopause. Most do, some don't. I've had women who have had the opposite experience. They get actually more sexual. So not everyone's the same. Hormonal changes can lead to increases of sexual libido. But more often than not, it can decrease it. And for some, it, it really doesn't cause much change. But for many women, it really does go down. And it is due to the hormones. It is not your fault. You shouldn't take it out on you. Of course, oftentimes, especially when husbands are frustrated, they show frustration. That can lead to the woman feeling uh, guilt and some responsibility, uh, which oftentimes then can even suppress the sexual desire more because they're feeling bad about themselves. There can be a downward spiral. So there's emotional issues and consequences as well. So let's talk a little bit more about estrogen, though, in the physical uh, manifestations. Besides low libido, many people already know that it also reduces the elasticity of the vaginal wall. And when it reduces the elasticity of the vaginal wall, intercourse can be painful. And it can also lead to dryness another manifestation, a physical manifestation of, uh, of lowered estrogen. So you have uh, this, this decrease of elasticity as well as dryness. So it can make sex unpleasant. So again, I'm interweaving because now what happens, unless you have pain once during the course, that is enough now to stay away from sex or to anticipate more pain. So there are these emotional uh, aspects 
of, of, of it as well, the little side consequences of pain that make you anticipate pain. Sometimes I've worked with couples where there has been pain and without even treating, which we'll talk about with estrogen, I help that person relax and soften and maybe even learn how to trust their partner to be gentle. And oftentimes that in and of itself can be enough to overcome pain. The problem is that there's also now we have to overcome the anticipation of it, which uh, we oftentimes could do, especially if we, if we have, I mean, maybe only if we have a cooperative, caring, concerned partner. So, okay, so we have that lowered estrogen leads to lower desire. It leads to less elasticity. It leads to sometimes more dryness. Then the partner might feel guilty for saying no, and there's that vicious circle. So what do we do about it? What do we do about it? Well, the most important thing that I have to start off with is communication. You need to communicate to your partner, and your partner needs to understand what's going on. Many couples I've worked with go, where the woman is going through menopause, she is not talking about it with her husband. And the husband is maybe in the dark and doesn't understand. It's a difficult thing. A lot of women and men have not been brought up to converse openly about how we feel sexually, as well as how we feel during it, of course, physically. So it's very important. This is a time where it's really important to be open and upfront and to ask of your partner to be a great listener, maybe even a better listener than ever before. So communication is key. Someone like myself can oftentimes help couples in this respect. And, uh, you know, here's the thing, too. Again, when I talk about relaxing and trust, when you have a couple that is starting to communicate about it, that in and of itself can oftentimes be enough to relax the person so that more blood can flow. And it affects the hormones. I mean, despite... The problem of, uh, not problem, but the, the stage of menopause, there, you know, emotions play a part. And so as a person communicates well and learns to trust, that that could actually begin to alleviate some of those symptoms. So that's important, communication. Another thing that's important to deal with the physical manifestations and the dryness especially is a good natural lubricant. There are some lubricants that are not natural, I wouldn't recommend it. You want to do the research. You want to ask your doctor, your gynecologist, because there are some good products and there are not, some not so good products. And there are products that can be really harmful. The, the vagina area is a sensitive area with lots of capillaries and, uh, and uh, lots of nerve endings. And it's very important to, if you're going to use the lubricant, use the right one. So again, natural lubricants are really important. Also, raising estrogen, there's ways to raise estrogen safely. Again, I've said, I've talked about this before. It's very important to talk to your doctor, to look at things such as your cancer history, because uh, estrogen has a risk of some kinds of cancers, including breast cancer. However, it would be a mistake to just close your eyes to the possibility of raising estrogen. Even if there was some cancer in the family, there are safer and safer ways to take estrogen. And you really want to talk to a doctor, maybe get a second opinion, and find the right kind of estrogen, maybe biosynthetically, uh, I'm sorry, bio, 
biological identical hormones are oftentimes the, the safest way. But definitely talk to your doctor. My disclaimer is I'm not a doctor, but if you can raise the estrogen safely and it could give you a sense of your libido back and your vagina has uh, more elasticity, vaginal walls have more elasticity and there's less dryness. I mean, that's, that could be very important. So we, we don't want to rule that out. There are also some herbal formulas as well. And herbal formulas such as Siberian ginseng and the herb maca. These are all, they help with libido and they're definitely worth a look. And some people respond very, very well to these herbs. Uh, there's also Kegel exercises that you could do. Now, here you see during uh, menopause, there can be less blood flow. So Kegel exercises will help a person develop more blood flow, a woman can develop more blood flow to that area. Uh, it's just like any exercise will increase blood flow. Kegel exercises are an exercise for the pelvic uh, area. So that I highly would recommend. Also, exercise in general is very important, especially something like Pilates. Uh, for this particular issue. Exercise is good. It alleviates tension. It decreases stress, but it also can change the blood flow and it can help you have more blood flow in throughout your body, including the vaginal area. Uh, let's see what else I want to say. We took some notes here. So in terms of the relationship to things change, as we get older, men as well, and I've talked about this before, but for women, oftentimes they're not quite as reactive, as quickly sexually aroused and stimulated. And so it's important for a couple to understand that, for the man to understand it, for the woman to understand it, to go slow, to uh, be, have romantic nights, sometimes even setting up a date night, because it gives the woman something to look forward to. Now, one of the things I've learned is that one of the things that seems to increase estrogen, and believe me, oxytocin works along with estrogen. There are two things that have been found that I have talked about that seem to increase women's estrogen along with it, oxytocin that work together. And one is sharing feelings, something we talked about first, about the importance of communication. And the other is planned romance. When the woman experiences a planned romance it seems to raise estrogen, oxytocin, increases, increases um, anticipation, which can be quite exciting. Anticipation can be an aphrodisiac. So oxytocin is also a love hormone. It seems like as estrogen increases in the variety of ways we talked about, oxytocin can increase as well. And it makes us feel more in love with our romantic partner or intimate partner. So having date nights is very important. And to go slow, to have foreplay, to touch. This is a time, I think it's always a time for men and women to be creative and to, you know, menopause is an opportunity. People can look at it as, as a loss of an earlier stage, but I think a better way to look at it is it's an opportunity to grow, to be creative, to learn about what we need to do, to develop skills in both the men, men and the women to increase the libido and the comfort of the woman. So going slow, finding new ways to make love, and building the excitement and building the arousal. So all those are very, very important. And I just want to say 
I have helped many couples go through the stage, and it is a stage uh, of menopause. It, it's something that, sure, the estrogen, the naturally producing estrogen doesn't return, but there, there are so many couples I've worked with where the menopause was just a little obstacle. They, as they learned how to deal with it, they, they ended up going on to have lovely, romantic, exciting, did I say loving? I think I already did, nurturing sex lives. So I would not be overly concerned about it. We just have things to learn. We, have, we want to develop our, our creativity. And we want to do the things we can physically that are safe for us to do. So that's it for now. Thank you for listening. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show. 